the urgent message to stay home appears to finally be getting through. Overnight, COVID-19 has completely upended our entire way of life. Shops locked up, normally bustling streets, now oddly quiet. Uh, it's time for all of us to recognize as individuals and as a community, we need to do more to meet this moment. So if we can't leave our house, we must make our own fun indoors. In this podcast, I call up my friends and family and ask them what they miss the most. And then we make it happen. Hello and welcome to the world before COVID. Um, the podcast where we reflect on the past and talk about the things that we miss um, about a time long gone. Um, today I have on the podcast McKinley Hughes calling from the streets of Portland. How are you doing, McKinley? <laughs> <laughs> I'm doing. I'm doing okay today, and it's um, it's got a nice chill in the air outside, nice. so kind of enjoying that wearing my cozy sweater Ooh, so lovely and the, you rarely get that in like the, near the end of may yeah you get that like last bit of chill which normally i would hate but today <laughs> i was feeling very like cozy sweater ice cream Ooh. vibes not that you usually eat cold things on cold days but today i needed it yeah, I there's nothing like a cold weather ice cream day. Those are those are yeah. my favorite days. Um, so I feel you on that. Do you have ice cream that you were like eating earlier? I, I always have to have ice cream during the quarantine. I feel like is part of my self care. <laughs> yes, I've been. I'm the big Ben and Jerry's girl. Yes. I have been my whole life, and so I definitely had some of their like. Like that, um, what's it called? Like cookie dough and also peanut butter. Half baked. It's yes. half baked. Oh my gosh, that it was my <laughs> absolute favorite flavor when I ate dairy. And I don't know if they have a vegan one yet, but they have been doing vegan ones. So I keep getting all the different vegan flavors. But they, they I think it was like been. cookie dough. Um, <laughs> but. Yeah, half baked was is like my absolute favorite Ben and Jerry's flavor. <laughs> yes. Um, well, that's very exciting. Um, I love love good Ben and Jerry's pint. Um, <laughs> um, totally. Are how um, are there other good self care things that you've been able to do during the quarantine? Self care things. Let's see. Um, I have been, I've been making a lot of music, actually, oh. and doing a lot of, which is cool because, like, in back before the COVID, <laughs> uh, my life was so busy, I didn't have time to make music for me. I was making a lot of music for shows and for projects and things and for other people, <laughs> but um, the music I've been making, most of it um, has just been for me, and, like, it's been sloppy, incoherent verses that don't make any sense, but just feel good <laughs> for me in the moment, you know. Oh, that's so lovely. Have you been, like, doing stuff to, like, record it, or is it just, like, truly for you, like, enjoying it as as it happens? I mean, both are valid. <laughs> I often will record it as it happens uh, and never, ever share it. <laughs> like, I have my own little archive it's just for me. And I did share one song, um, but most of it is just like a verse here and a verse there that feels good to sing and say out loud. And like the archives are mostly just like a diary. Right. I was going to say that's like literally like a, exactly like a diary and that it's something yeah. that you're recording, but you're not, it's not meant to be shared openly but it's like yeah a way of kind yeah. of documenting life well that's so lovely I love I love that I don't make music and I always am very in awe people who do but I love that's a really beautiful like um <laughs> uh, just yeah to have it as a as a kind of a self-expression um in in these times I, I love that a lot um, Thanks, guy. Yeah. Um, well, that's that's so nice. I love hearing people's different self care things because um, it is. Yeah, it's it's nice to like be reminded of all the different things that are available theoretically <laughs> to yeah. do. Um, but yeah, so have you um, been? Because you work with kids, so I imagine like you're not really 
doing that right now? <laughs> not in person. I do work full time. I'm very privileged. Not everyone has been able to continue working during this time. And I have a lot of gratitude for that. Um, I am working um, with my company at this time, um, teaching online Zoom classes um, and also like making little videos that I send out with like little quick lessons here and there. Honestly, I've been making a lot of like ridiculous like dance videos to like hip hop versions of the ABCs. (laughs) Oh my gosh. Just like the dorkiest, most ridiculous stuff. My neighbors probably think I'm truly losing it because I'll blast <laughs> like baby shark for like a good like three hours and like choreograph dances. Like Oh my gosh. That's so <laughs> fabulous. I love that. <laughs> yeah, like during so like by day it's like blasting baby shark and like watching me dance. To that through the windows and then by night it's me like just screaming fuck over and over again and playing the ukulele. <laughs> so that's beautiful. I I love that. <laughs> it's so funny. The baby shark. Do you like so do you like choreograph the dances that like you then get the kids to do like do you like are you working with them live or are you like like um, making the videos of you doing it as a like kind of demonstration. I uh, so it's like, oh my gosh, it's like very open ended. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. It's like for them to watch and think it's silly and then like try on oh. their own. It's very open ended. I think my company is still figuring out um, our groove with the whole you know, teaching online thing. But as of right now, it's kind of like, hey, here's McKinley making an ass of herself (laughs) for your enjoyment. Do what you will with it. And so far, I think the kids like it. Like some of them will try. Some of them are just like, LOL, my teacher's a dork. (laughs) That is really funny. Well, I mean, it is like, it's a difficult, um, the adaptations that need to be made, like in stuff, especially like teaching and stuff. It's really I mean, it's definitely a learning curve, like, to figure out how to make that work. And, um, yeah, yeah, that's very, it's, it's challenging, um, but, like, nice to, to still have, um, you know, that connection with the kids, I imagine, or, I mean, for them as well to, like, you know, still, still have outside, um, yeah, just, like, teacher support and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Like, like like a vague sense of normalcy. Right, right. Yeah, it is really, it's important. Um, definitely, uh, that is something in my work that I did not really figure out in time how to like move stuff online, my work where I work with kids. So, so we haven't, but it is hard because it's, um, you don't, you need more than your body. It's like stop motion animation. So you need like a lot of yeah. stuff. So not, <laughs> not as, not as easy maybe to, um, like teach uh by zoom um but it is it's definitely yeah a lot of learning (laughs) pretty quickly like for the adults and then the kids hopefully will learn (laughs) once we've learned all the stuff (laughs) we have to yeah but yeah this is our first time this is everyone's first time at once we're all in the middle of doing something for the first time yeah it's very the world is very sloppy and messy which is which is scary and but at the same time I think there's something kind of oddly beautiful about everyone trying something for the first time like we're all on the same level of like oh no one knows what they're doing (laughs) there's no rule but (laughs) which it's kind of I mean it is really nice because I think sometimes like especially when you're part of an oppressed group it could be so frustrating when so many things are just like entrenched in your life and you're like oh this is like oppressive but it's so entrenched that no one's gonna like think of through if like you know really address it and what's going on I feel like this has made everyone has to address how we do like everything because like mm-hmm. it means everything needs to change and so like there's a lot more of like kind of that thought being put into like you know why we do what we do and how we do what we do and like uh, yeah. I, I think that can that can help to like yeah have that kind of shake up a little bit as stressful as it is generally <laughs> but I think so yeah and a lot of noticing privilege too like it's been horrible for a lot of people to feel isolated but there's a lot of 
individuals who feel this way a lot because of differing um, experiences and abilities and different lives. And so Mm -hmm. it's been great to kind of, uh, you know, do a lot of reflecting. Yeah. Oh, well, um, the question that this podcast is about is not just what you're starting to do now for the first time, but what you miss <laughs> not doing anymore, which I yeah. I know now a couple months in, everyone's like, what was life before? What did we do? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But if you can remember that far back to the past world, um, what what are like some things that you you feel like you especially miss um, that are not as possible anymore? You know, I have a really weird answer to that question. Oh, I'm excited. <laughs> well, and it's a hard. I think I think I don't deal with change very well. Yeah. I'm not comfortable with change. I have a lot of trauma around change. So personally, when um, I realized, I guess, that there was going to be massive change in my life. I went into this, like, state of, like, shock. And I went, like, I guess I was, like, a lot of people scrambling to try to find a new routine and, like, a sense of normalcy. And um, so as a result, I feel very entrenched in my new routine and my new (laughs) like feigned sense of normalcy I guess right that I have a hard time feeling connected to the days before (laughs) COVID so when yet when you ask that I'm like oh what is that (laughs) what was it what was it and so I guess I what I miss is my old um like uh fake sense of safety and security (laughs) you know like I had this sense like a lot of us did that things were very safe and very secure and never in my wildest dreams did I think that the world could be flipped on its head like this which is so naive and so I miss my naivety (laughs) I like that answer a lot (laughs) yeah yeah, I miss my naivety and my old sense of security right yeah do you feel like just kind of like that security in in the routine more than like the security of like not worrying about getting sick but more like the security of like feeling like you like can be out and doing (laughs) stuff like like not yeah yeah I love a sense of control and I love (laughs) the control and like I know that um I can control that I get up and I go to work every day and I do my job and I do my job in the way that I expect that my job is going to go to some sense and I guess I feel a sense of control some real and some false in my schedule in my daily day-to-day routine and it's Mm -hmm. and I miss what that felt like because now everything feels very up in the air and there is a sense of emergency and a lack of safety in the world walking down the street I'm on a walk right now and there's a sense of danger you know associated with people where I'm an extrovert and being around people used to bring me such joy it would recharge me and now it's like a very fearful experience yeah oh that's yeah no totally and and I feel like also at this point it is especially as we kind of like get into the new normal I feel I don't I don't know I feel like the fact that we are still so disconnected from people like in the physical world like is the thing that I have been noticing the most because like yeah that there are certain things that you can kind of adapt to but I don't it's the like adapting to not being able to really be around people I feel like is something that like maybe will never really happen you know like like, it's something that we're gonna have to like you know kind of get through but like not something that I think is as adaptable as like maybe your schedule or like figuring out how to like you know work from home and that kind of stuff that you could potentially do for a longer period of time it's like that lack of like in-person community that is the hardest thing to like Mm -hmm. really adapt to (laughs) yeah yeah I think that people need people and we cultivate a sense of belonging within our community and when we feel disconnected from our community 
I know personally I have struggled with feeling a disconnection between my own personal belonging. And it's taken a lot of like self-care and coping skills to kind of like reconnect and plug back in and, and reconnect with that sense of belonging within myself. But it is, it does kind of feel a bit like the rug being ripped out from underneath you. Yeah. Yeah, totally. That's, I think that makes a lot of sense. And um, it's interesting, um, you know, the naivety. I, I mean, yeah, I, feeling naive, it's always a weird thing to look back on. Because <laughs> like, yeah. you're always like, well, would it have been better if I knew back? You know, <laughs> you're like, mm-hmm. but, um, yeah. but it, it is interesting to think like being nostalgic for naivety, I think is really... <laughs> fascinating um and like um kind of going back into that position of um of like like at the beginning do you feel like um was there kind of a time I know I had a time of denial at the beginning like as things were getting canceled (laughs) oh my gosh yes oh and my partner and I got into this massive fight which I feel um very embarrassed about now because the very first day of the quarantine, I still wanted to go out. And it was, and he was like, that is so irresponsible. You know, you're putting me at risk and yourself at risk. And I was like, what? I want to go to the bars. Like, I didn't understand. And, and I think it's, it's, I was in deep denial and shock because I didn't understand that such a catastrophic change could occur without me anticipating it right yeah I mean it's just like because we have no frame of reference I was like truly for a week was just like this is ridiculous why are we doing this (laughs) like (laughs) I know and some people never left that stage which is scary because now it's like okay you know we actually really need everyone to be on board here but at the same time I do have empathy for that like the people you know the people who are protesting which I certainly don't condone like the protests against um shelter in place it's been happening but I do have empathy for people who are in such a deep stage of denial that they like can't and they can't accept their reality to such an extent that they feel like that's okay like they're because I was like that on day one and you know it's I think that we're in a really terrifying time and it's a mass trauma and it's just really hard yeah yeah and I I mean I 100% agree with you on on all of that because I think that like you know it is really easy to like point fingers at people who are not you know taking it seriously as well but I think that there is like that like it is humans we are kind of as a community deciding we need to cut off a lot of stuff that is you know I think it's very fair for people to feel like they need or want or you know or maybe they do need in like in different ways and so like it is um it's difficult because it is like something that as a community we kind of all have to be on the same page so it's really and that's always really hard in that anytime that is true (laughs) because you know communities are diverse people you know groups of people um hopefully so you know people are going to come to any problem from slightly different places but yeah yeah I mean and I certainly don't think that I think that it is there is a point in which you have to accept the reality in order for change to occur like if we don't then we will remain stagnant and decline as a collective whole and that's certainly not what I want but I think it's it's hard I just think it's really hard to be like you said to experience a mass trauma as a community because you're you're now having to get on the same page with people who might not have the ability to get on your page and that is so hard yeah (laughs) it is very very challenging so for an improv scene what I mean I like this idea of kind of trying to get come together as a community on like a very small scale yeah Uh, I'm thinking like partners quarantine together when one um is in denial and the other is not the other has you know accepted the reality and is trying to 
make the positive steps forward and the other is just not there. (laughs) (laughs) I like this. Okay. Which do you want to be? Do you have a certain one that would be nice to be in the, of those two or do you want to? I feel called to the denier. Yes. Awesome. Okay. Um, Okay. So I'm Leslie we can't um like we can't go to the concert i know that you got tickets a couple weeks ago already checked and it's like no one's gonna be there for sure but babe you and me and an empty concert hall i can just see it now underneath the lights the booming music i have already picked out your outfit we are going. I've called an Uber. We are going tonight, I, and it's going to be the night vibes. I, I mean, I love that. That sounds so nice and beautiful, but, like, we, I I don't, I think that people will be there, and, and like, we don't, this is still at the beginning, and so, like, if, if they haven't canceled, they're probably going to cancel it but even if they haven't it's it's not a good idea to go there because people could be sick and we could like what you're describing is beautiful and we could do that here you know we can we can just play like we can play a cd here and do that and you're right and i hear you and i see you and i love you and I think that you're going to look so cute. And that mini skirt that I picked out for you, I'm wearing a matching one. And I just want you to know that I've texted all of our friends and uh, they are setting up an Uber share right now. And they're going to be here in, it looks like, ooh, five wait, minutes. Wait, how so, many people, how many people are going to this? They're- it's the, oh my God, the whole, the whole group, babe, like, Cassie, Jenny, they're both bringing their partners. This uh, is, that's well, so many people. That's so many people. We're not supposed to, we can't even like get, go eat at a restaurant right now. Oh my gosh, babe, there's an opportunity to have fun. We haven't had fun in like two weeks. Why are you trying to take this from me? This is my only opportunity to enjoy something and feel connected to my community and you want to rob me of this. No, I don't, sweetheart. I love you and I don't want to rob you of anything and I would really I was really looking forward to this concert. I like bought the tickets um, for the two of us so like obviously it's something I really wanted to do um, and I really really like I I I don't want you to not have fun I just I feel like if you get sick and you know like get someone else sick like that's it's not worth it you know like the concert is not worth like lives it just feels bigger than me you know yeah it feels I mean, you're right. I don't. I don't want to get someone sick. I don't. Like, I. I would hate if like Grandma Pat got sick. Like, I can't even imagine. Yeah. It's just. I feel out of touch with it. You know. I feel. I just feel like. If we just went to this one last hurrah, it'll be our last thing that we do before total shutdown. You, me, and all—it's about. Okay, I'm, I'm checking my phone now. Like twelve. There's twelve people in the group. T- in the oh group chat. Oh my gosh, that's so many people, and they're all going. They're all okay with this. Well, I mean, I think. Let's see. Okay, Angie's. Angie's backing out. What the fuck? I'm s- what the fuck, Angie? I'm texting her right now. Okay. Oh, oh my god. Oh my god four people are backing out they say that it's unsafe like what okay okay yeah okay no no okay they're oh my god no one's going the event just got canceled oh, it just got can- are you kidding me i'm so sorry i'm i know that this like you were really looking forward to this and i'm really sorry that that got canceled but it's for the best where it means we don't we're not going to expose, like, we're not going to get exposed to anyone or, like, 
we've been doing so much stuff recently as things close like we went to the bars before they close we ate at a restaurant before all the restaurants close like we we shouldn't be doing this i know you're right i i just feel so stupid i'm sorry i guess i just i don't deal with change very well why do you feel stupid don't feel stupid you were just looking forward to the concert i was too I know. Well, I guess. Do you want to maybe have a dance party just us? Um, yes, <laughs> absolutely. We gotta, we gotta play all the Britney Spears albums from like <laughs> her entire catalog, okay? Because like, you know. It's it's really it's better and cheaper because we're probably gonna get our money back and it was like eighty bucks those for like each of us. Oh my gosh, that's all money that we can use to buy well groceries. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if if we can get groceries delivered or or wait in the lines to buy them. <laughs> Same. <laughs> too real <laughs> yeah <laughs> oh my gosh yeah that was such a bizarre time those first couple weeks I was literally that I was literally you I, was exactly I know you. I was too that first day and like I said Robert and I got into it because he was like hey you're I know it's hard to wake up but you're gonna have to yeah and then I did and I was like I'm so sorry I was in denial like it is really really hard to accept that um your entire life is going to be very different and that you didn't plan for that but that it's happening and it's actually the definition of a trauma you know right like just any time where something you lose just any kind of like loss of some sort of you know security or yeah you know even just like I don't it it loss is hard even when it's like you know just something that is not that like I don't know just like even like a restaurant closing can be obviously not traumatizing <laughs> like if it's just a restaurant right. you like but I think that yeah. there is like those those loss is is difficult in a lot of different forms and 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 I think sometimes like you know as a society we don't even like breakups are extremely hard and I think sometimes we downplay yeah. how difficult that can be like you know oh there's, my god yeah there's a lot of loss that is you know that doesn't have to be a death of you know a family member or something to like still be really really hard <laughs> to deal with like um I think we underestimate how difficult loss can be generally <laughs> yeah but yeah this is definitely a loss I mean and hopefully things will like you know pick back up and then it's not like you know permanent but but it is it does feel like right now it's like I feel like the breakup season of the <laughs> the quarantine where like yeah. relationships that are ending not and so like you know if you're happy in your relationship right now that means you're probably gonna be with that person for the rest of your life that's what I keep saying <laughs> yeah it is interesting yeah being quarantined with a partner is and it's very interesting and I, I mean I am one of the lucky people I do feel very happy to be quarantined as my partner but it's also hard like you're you're and I think that we should like definitely normalize how hard it is to be quarantined even if with just your roommates like you're spending a very different amount of time with someone who has been in your life and it's okay if that's tricky or weird or you know yeah it. it really it's true and like I think um yeah it is super hard even when it is someone that you yeah have like chosen to be around and like you know if you're in a relationship but it's you know still even a very healthy relationship it's still very hard to navigate like you know being around someone for for all that time and like yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, I think it is like because I, you know, working in domestic violence, like seeing the extreme ends of stuff like that's one thing that I think on every end of the spectrum, it is really hard because like humans, I don't think we're really built to like be around anyone for 100 percent of the time. (laughs) Like That's just not really doesn't. Yeah, we're not good at that. I don't think (laughs) so. (laughs) You need that space like as well. And that's really hard to get right now. Right. I agree. Like, I, yeah. And what you said about like working for the domestic violence um, shelter, like I know there are people who are definitely in really unsafe situations and that just, I mean, that's another heartbreaking aspect of the situation that we're in is like some people are, this has made some people's lives like incredibly, incredibly unsafe. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's definitely it's it's a difficult thing and 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 like to see the dark and light of it. I think you know, I think there's also like I know for me all of the darkness of it was really very apparent at the beginning and I think that like as time has gone by I've started to at least see a little bit more of like you know how this can you know have kind of unintended positive consequences because mm-hmm. I instantly saw all of the unintended negative consequences <laughs> yeah. and so like to kind of try to think about the different ways in which this might kind of like help people you know because in some ways it can also help people to like realize that they need that support or like to reach out for that support right now too for and so sure that's good. um yeah, yeah. But it is, it's definitely, it's, I feel like there's waves too. I feel like right now we're kind of going through almost a second wave of like, I don't, I don't know if this is just me, but I feel like there's been in the last few weeks, it's kind of felt like a second kind of denial phase. I think maybe just like the seasons are changing. I don't know what it is, but it feels like we're like deciding to go in lockdown again for some, it's like we're renewing our lease or something on lockdown and it's almost (laughs) weird like weirdly difficult yeah. <laughs> right now too I feel that I I think that the the sun comes out and the seasons change and people feel like their things are different because the world looks different outside I mean I feel right. that way sometimes like I'm very affected by my environment have there been any things that you have just not been able to do at all like that have kind of like been parts of your life that have had to kind of just like shut down for now because of everything um yeah improv for sure and performing I mean there's definitely ways to perform online but um but I haven't been able to have in-person connections where we're we're standing across from each other on a stage and we're able to touch and move together as like one cohesive unit and i just i i very much miss that connection of like i mean and you and i have been lucky we've been able to perform together (laughs) so much and so like you know and i miss that with you sky being able to stand on stage like there's two this is where i get woo woo two beating hearts (laughs) on stage um you know creating art in that moment it's just it's um it's just not the same on zoom and on the phone and you know all of these really creative wonderful ways we've we've used to stay creative and stay connected it's just not the same thing no it's really true and I feel like actually like our you know our group um like doing improv as our group monogamous grapefruit like I um feel like that has that reflecting on how we did improv like is really making me feel like the is you know, kind of making it very clear the stark difference between doing it this way and, like, because we have, like, such physical chemistry and, like, it is, like, exactly what you're talking about. Like, we have so many, like, literally nothing we ever do would be quarantine possible. Like, you know, like, there's just no part of anything we do that you could do right now. And so that, like, really makes it feel like it, 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 doing that, it makes me 
kind of associate also like improv as being such a physically connection like connected mm. thing where you're like with someone and you're close to them and you're present with them in the mm. same space and all this stuff that like is totally not possible right now um so right. I like completely yeah I, I agree with that it's like you can get creative at a certain point but there's always going to be limitations that are never going to like be the same as being physically with someone and it's yeah yeah and even like so I do a lot of dance um and I go to a lot of like dance classes and I've been doing these online dance classes and like a group of friends we will FaceTime each other and um like dance together (laughs) which is it is lovely and I do feel connected to them however there is something very spiritual to me about moving your body in the same room as another person whether it be improv, dance, or just going on a walk, being in the same building, that it, it just is, a, if you're right, a, a different kind of feeling. Yeah, I feel like, well, because, I mean, some of it's got to be, like, evolutionary, you know? Like, yeah. things like music and, like, like dance and singing together and that, those kinds of things and in theater and, like, you know, very ancient traditions that, like, obviously yeah. humans have needed for a long time. And, like, Zoom is definitely not an ancient technology. <laughs> like, it is, like, yeah. our brains are just not wired for that to be the same. Like, even a telephone is still, like, very, very recent technology. So, like we're just not hardwired to like you know yeah to, to there are those kinds of like especially in the the realm of like performing arts and like dance and music those are all things that are like super or super hardwired to want them to be with people physically and not like yeah not on video so <laughs> I think yeah that's, yeah totally it makes perfect sense and it's it's hard because it is also like I think this is something that I care a lot about like you know trying to get us be to be more together and like to you know you know to balance technology with like being physically with people and like it is kind of sad to now see that that's like not an you know we can't have that balance right now um so yeah it is it's really challenging and um I think the one the one bright side is like when this ends we'll I think have a renewed like sense of appreciation for those kinds of like you know those those ways of performance and and being with each other and in those you know in those arenas Mm -hmm. but yeah I feel (laughs) yeah 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 oh well um if you want we can um How's your, well, how's your walk? Just an update on your walk. (laughs) (laughs) Still got the right kind of chill in the air. Still wearing my cozy sweater. Um, Yeah. Feeling a breeze. (laughs) Ooh. That's, Samwise and I are going to go on a walk um, after I record this. Um, I've been doing, like, sunset walks, like, at 8.30, so. (laughs) Oh, yes. That sounds really nice. It's lovely, like the soft light, um, and it's cool. I love it. Um, I'm trying to think. Do we want to? Um, I know now we're like talking about how being in person is is an only true connection, which makes I guess would be more. Well, we could. I think we could still do a scene. Well, we could do a scene of two people. Um, <laughs> would it be too meta to do a Zoom call? Ooh, so we're going to stay on the phone, yeah. but we're going to do a, we're, we're going to do a scene about being on a Zoom call. That's so meta, and I love it. Yes, okay, good, and um, I know, like, everyone's like, let's do improv on a Zoom call and actually be on a Zoom call on the improv, and now we're, like, taking it a step further by not even being on a Zoom call. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> on a normal call um but what um what is something that like you just so could not do over the phone um like Me? yeah just like something you have to do in person with someone <laughs> um just oh man oh my gosh I can't think of any kind of like thing I've ever had to do with a person <laughs> I know it's like what was that like um, I mean what comes to my mind first is breaking up oh though I have been zoom call dumped <laughs> oh no 
Yes, it was many moons ago, and I still remember it, and it sucked. Was it like, so were they like, was it long distance? It was. It was long distance, and we had, I had just gone to visit him, and I thought, and things were a little weird, but I was like, oh, that naivety again. I was like, it's going to be okay, and then I get home, and as soon as I got home, he wanted to talk online, and he jumped to me. Oh, my gosh. That's it. Yeah. That's terrible. Um, I know. Oh. Well, oh, you know what I just thought of that's kind of that is going off of that, but what about, like, um, a robbery on a Zoom call? <laughs> so that is way more relevant to the question that you asked. <laughs> no, no, but I, I love, I, I think you're, you, I got there by you explaining that, so that was great. Um. <laughs> Ooh, oh, my God, you're, you're a genius. <laughs> I love that, a robbery. Ooh, that's so good. Okay. Okay. Um, do you, um, I can, do you want me to rob you or do you want to rob me? Ooh, which Getting one do you here. feel calling you? Um, uh, I want to rob you. I'll rob Ooh, you. Ooh, uh, okay, rob me. Okay. Um, okay. Hands up. I got a gun. Uh, okay, um, so Frank, I know we haven't talked in a while, but, uh, this is not sexy anymore. I'm actually in a different stage of my life. I'm I'm with a new partner. Like we don't do that type of kinky shit. Okay, so it's like it's not No, it's not like a sex thing. I'm trying to rob you and I have a gun. So like just, you know, do you have any cash on you? I know this is a Zoom call. Uh, yeah, um I have like a dollar and like um, like two pennies in my pocket. Um, that's that's all you got, Frank. You know I'm broke. Like we went to art school together. Um, okay, but like I was just thinking. Um, you know I've just had some really hard times, and uh, you know I was just like, I just thought maybe I could like start robbing people, but I I don't really know anyone okay. here in in Pittsburgh, so okay, I just wanted okay. to do this over Zoom. I'm sorry. Okay, hold on, hold on, hold on. Charlotte, come here, sweetie. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, it's you called me in here for for a robbery or what? Uh, I was just wondering, do you have like um any extra change lying around? You know, Frank's he's like going through a hard time. Yeah, sure. You can take uh, my. Uh, I have ten dollars and fifty-seven cents. Would that do, Frankie? Uh, um, that's all you got. I mean, it's better than nothing. Well, let me check under the couch. Hold on. She'll be right back. Thank you. We usually keep a lot of loose change under there. Like a lot of it falls under. One time, I was able to go to Starbucks and get like three frappuccinos from the change under the couch. Here, Frankie, I found $57.06 with the change under the couch. Wow, that's, that's so much money, Grandma. That's, I mean... Um, that's my girlfriend you're talking to. <laughs> she's so old, though. Sorry. Hey. Age is just a number, sweetheart. Do you want the money or not? Okay, fine. Yeah, I want the money. All right. All right, Frank, uh, I guess we can send it to you or Venmo. Should I Venmo you? Do you? I don't have Venmo. I mean, I'm I'm doing a cash robber. App? That's why I asked if you had any cash. Oh, yeah. Okay. Well, I guess we could uh, we could overnight it to you. I mean, that would be great, but that costs money. So, like, it's your as long as you have the money to cover it. I think we're pretty good, honestly. My um, art has been selling a lot lately, so okay, yeah. okay. Hey. So, so I just caught you in a lie because you totally told me you were broke and that's all the money you have. Yeah, you're right, but I do love you, Frankie, and I feel like you're you not do taking have a this. Gun on me. I have a gun, and I feel like you're not taking this robbery seriously. I know that, like, 
you know, it's this is not like the best way to do a robbery. And I know that like, you know, maybe I didn't need to buy a gun because I don't, I mean, I guess it's, I'm just trying to intimidate you. But I know that like you're in a completely different state than me, so. It sounds like you're having some second thoughts there, Frankie. Frankosaurus Rex. It's just this gun costs more than the money you could like cough up, so I'm just, it's, I don't- Sell it! Why don't you sell it then? Well, I mean, yeah, I could sell the gun, but I bought the gun. Like, I just thought this was going to be an investment for my future, you know? And like, now I just yeah. use gun. I don't even like, I've never owned a gun before, but I imagine it, it's like a car probably. So you pro it's probably less used. I don't know. But like, I think, I think you're processing through a lot right now, Frankie. It's, I mean, I just, I'm trying to like, I just, you know how like I was never good at keeping a job? Yeah, neither of us were. We yeah. were the fuck-ups, remember? I know. Well, I mean, like, you know, I mean, I don't have, like, my art's not doing very well, and I don't have, like, a really old girlfriend or anything. <laughs> like, Yeah, I mean, not all of us could be so lucky. I know, and, like, so I just thought, like, maybe I've never tried being, like, a criminal before, and so, like, I don't know, I just like, there's some guys who like just hang out at a street corner, it's like kind of near my house, and like they seem kind of sketchy, so I don't know, I was just like, hey, what do you, how do you guys like, do you guys do any like criminal stuff? I want to get into it, and they, I mean, they were nice, and they like taught, they told me where to buy a gun, um, <laughs> and like kind of certain intimidation techniques, like I'm supposed to be like, do you have any cash, like what I did to you, but... Mm -hmm. But yeah. I, you know, well, it worked out for us. Yeah. Have, you, has it, yeah. have you gotten? Has it? Have you, has anyone else given you any cash? Well, this is like literally the first time I've tried it because I don't know anyone here. So I've just like I thought maybe Aww. okay, like I was gonna do it to people I knew here, but then I was like I don't know anybody here. Like I've lived here for a couple years, but like I don't. I'm kind of a hermit. I'm not very good at making new friends. But, you know, these guys that I met on the street corner are very nice. So now I feel like you can just go up to people and, like, you know, make friends. So it's kind of giving me some confidence. Like, so you're that's really, good. You're really processing a lot. I think that this role play online therapy session has gone great, Frank. And honestly, I think that you are doing much better than before. Now that will be $57, please. Okay, so can I just use the money you're gonna give me then? This was a role play scenario. That would be $57, please, for our copay, and I will take Venmo, Cash App, or you can wire it to me. Wait, but I thought I could use the $57 you were gonna send me. Doesn't that make sense? Cause like, it, cause then you don't have to send it to me. Really, you weren't even gonna give me the $57 at all? Blackout. <laughs> <laughs> Seems logical. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, oh my gosh, poor Frank. It's I'm always a pathetic guy. <laughs> I know, I know. I love it. I'm sorry, I called your girlfriend a grandma. <laughs> well, she's very offended. <laughs> Oh, that was a lot of fun. Um, yeah. Thank you for being on the podcast, McKinley. Do you have Absolutely. an Do you have an update on your walk? Anything interesting happening? It's seven o'clock, and everyone is cheering for essential workers. Um, and okay. I can hear people screaming and cheering right now. So while I'm on the phone with you, I'm going to start cheering. Yeah. Um, here I go. Love it. There's people like outside everywhere. It Aww. just makes me want to cry. That's so sweet. Is that okay? Cause I I I knew that this was a thing that people um were talking about, but like that's it's for essential workers. Is the banging at the certain time? Yes, it's seven o'clock. Nice. Is it every day? Every day. Sometimes I'm out walking Samwise and I hear people doing it. But usually mm -hmm. I, like, start the walk a little bit later than 7, so that's why I only hear it occasionally. Um, but that's 
that's awesome so they so i can be like hey they're sort of cheering for me since i do some essential worker stuff <laughs> yeah for sure i think yeah i think so i mean i it might just be for healthcare workers but i'm right now cheering for all essential workers nice. because because they're equally I, it, important yeah it's very people a lot of people are um putting their lives at risk so that we can have our needs met and so we can have the care that we need yeah nurses starbucks workers starbucks workers it's <laughs> like i think they're all really it's it's all people who you know are doing their part and not to like like make nurses seem less important but i do think that like anyone who's you know going out and and exposing themselves to a lot of people to like you know still provide normalcy in different ways is really i don't know i i really it's appreciate heroic. it it's heroic yeah. it's honestly heroic <laughs> i agree yeah and i mean granted i we're gonna call center so i guess even if it's essential workers i'm not putting as much myself at risk as even you know people even like at restaurants or starbucks or something where you know they are well, putting themselves more in the front lines <laughs> well in the work that you do you talk to people who are having the worst days of their life and you help keep them alive so you're a hero all, at all times well Sky. thank you and and that's what i was why i was saying all that was no <laughs> no but that was very sweet it is like it is really nice to get to help people and and, and i do love like I just love seeing how many people, um, you know, rise to the occasion in like a million different ways, like during all of this. Um, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, and thank you for like entertaining the children um, with your baby shark <laughs> dances, because that's like equally important. I And I'm sure parents Not, are very grateful yeah. <laughs> for you. <laughs> Not all heroes wear capes, okay? Yeah, but okay. you could in a video. <laughs> but i have you're you're one of the ones that has yeah you're a vigilante i mean you basically described a superhero because you're baby shark in the morning and ukulele fuck songs at night hey man (laughs) it's me it's a superhero behavior of course um (laughs) um well thank you so much for being on the podcast this was so lovely Yeah. Oh, thank you for having me, Sky. A pleasure as always to connect with you. Yeah, you too. Um, and uh, we'll and I'll see you more on the internet, and and someday I'll see you again in real life, and and someday (laughs) I'll give you a big hug when you we're allowed to do that again, and when you want me to. Someday I will hug you right back. Yes, I'm looking forward to that day when it comes. Um. But in the meantime, um, wash your hands and call your grandma. That's my little outro thing that I'm working on. (laughs) All right. I will wash them and I will call her and she will be so grateful to hear from me. (laughs) Yes. That's what I love to hear. Well, thank you so much. And we'll see you next week. Yes. Love you, Sky. Love you, McKinley. Bye. Bye.